Welcome to Spiritually Raw. We expose and explore controversial truths, myths, and theories surrounding the spirit world. Guests include investigators, debunkers, and skeptics of the supernatural, unexplained, and flat-out unimaginable. Content discussed on this show is not necessarily the opinion of the cast of Spiritually Raw, and topics quite often are for mature audiences only. This show is not intended to replace any medical, financial, or legal advice, and is for entertainment purposes only. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hey, everybody, what's going on? I know you have a show to watch. So let me get real quick into this with you. Okay, so Ascended Masters, you're watching right now, browse, select, ascend. It's very easy to use. All you have to do is scroll down here, you're going to see the different categories, sessions, courses, products, entertainment, books, conscious business growth. All you do is you simply click on the category that's resonating with you or that you're in need of. And you're going to see a video directory of some of the greatest minds out there. And within five to seven minutes, you'll find out who that person is, what their style is, and if they're going to help you on your your journey call life. It's a very easy, very easy formula to follow right here. And also too, if you're one of those who does have a product or service that you think that will be a benefit to others, and you'd like to be on Ascended Masters, our email is in the description below. It's askspirituallyrawgmail.com. We'll set up a time to chat and see how you can make a difference in the world for people. So hope you're enjoying the site, everybody. Thanks for sharing this and much love to you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. We'll see you next time. Hello, everybody. How are you? And welcome to Spiritually Raw. We hope you woke to the most miracle morning and are also having the most fortunate day today. Huna Mauta is with us today, aka Huna Flash. This is going to be really, really cool. Lemurian Light Shaman of New Zealand. Yeah. So there's so much more into that, into what I'm saying there too, but April's going to tell you about that in just a second. Thank you everybody, as you always do, for hanging out with us. We really do appreciate the love exchange. All of our links will be in the description below. And remember, you'll be able to watch this episode in its entirety, fully uncensored at spirituallyraw.live. So am I missing anything? Yes. Um, please do from wherever you're watching this show, if you could just take a quick second, hit the like button. And also please subscribe and share the video. We surely would appreciate it. And uh, make sure, did you, talk, did you talk about the Telegram channel? I did not, but you just did. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you, the best way to get a hold of us, reach us and never miss a show is please connect with us on our Telegram channel and our Telegram group chat. So Huna Flash, yes? Yes, I'm so excited to have you on today. Huna, Huna Mauta, AKA Huna Flash, he's a Lemurian light shaman of new zealand now so i can cool. i can literally just stop right there <laughs> but there's so much more to his story he is the keeper of the great seal of kumara he was born of the ancient ma ora navigators lineage i hope i got that right um in new zealand at the age of seven he had awoken to his remembering to the speaking to the vibration to the frequency and the energy nurtured by his elders and the culture at home in his sacred longhouse and canoe he was recognized as the one who is ready to receive the initiations to the knowledge and the wisdom of the unknown make sure to check all of his information out. He's also on YouTube. All the links will be in the description, but his website is www.hoh.earth. Again, everything will be in the description. Thank you so much and welcome to the show, Huna. Hi, everybody. Nice to be here. That's good to have you here. It really is. All right. You got a lot going on there, don't you? You know what I mean? This is pretty cool. So um, at age seven, Let's let's get let's get that journey if we could from you. Okay, this is cool. People watching you for the first time. At age happened. At age seven, what happened? You know, what was the connection that happened and said, okay, boom, this is the catalyst now for where we're at today. Yeah, you know, um, the mountains started speaking to me, and of course, these mountains are in my backyard where I grew up, and um, the mountain range itself is known as as a giant. It's spoken of as the giant uh, and the giants. Um, of the this particular location and so in the lineage uh, in our culture the mountains the, the land the water the sky and the mountains they are uh, they they speak of the ancient they they have the vibration and the frequency of the blueprints and so um, their energetic being their energetic uh, flow is still there mm -hmm. so, so I started you know, hearing sounds, right? As children, we hear we hear so much. Uh, and uh, the challenge was, uh, it wasn't really so much of a challenge. I'm seven years old. I'm like, what is this? 
you know, I'm sitting in the backyard. I'm like, what? I'm looking at the mountain and saying to me, go to America, go beyond, go to the places. You know, you know, these are the things I'm, I'm hearing. It's telling me to go beyond, and I'm, and I'm going, well, what's that about? Mm. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm young, right? I'm, I'm seven. How am I supposed to decipher that? What do you mean, go right. beyond? And when you come to us, it's, it's like saying, come to us and we'll take you beyond. So it was saying, go beyond this mountain, go beyond us and go and go uh, to, I suppose now it makes sense, right? But um, but as I'm seven and eight, seven and eight and nine years old, I'm like, um, go to America. So I'm telling my parents, hey, I'm going to America. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Well, they just said, go to America. Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm just going to go for dinner in uh, New York and I'll be back in 50 years. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was saying go beyond these mountains and go across the waters uh, to the lands far beyond uh, what we call Tomononuyakiwa, across the ocean, across the great expanse of the ocean. Um, and um, so the elders, you know, my parents and my elders, they began to decipher and interpret what I'm, what I'm saying to them, what I'm, what I'm sharing with them, and so they, they took they, it very seriously. Well, it's, it's yes, yes. Mm. Fortunately and unfortunately, <laughs> it's, it's always serious in my culture, and everything is serious. When you do the haka, you don't do the haka just because you know it's a good time it's very serious uh, and a serious joy uh, these are awakening moments and they recognize that i got you i got you um i want to um the, 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 just even in the bio in itself there's just a lot there right you know so i want to just kind of hit on a couple of things for you first of all i have to ask you um i was going to say it too what you're wearing right now can you can you can you show that to us that's pretty wild the the or your necklace your pendant yeah yeah crystal that's what I thought. Okay. That's a beautiful one. That's pretty cool. That's mm -hmm. very cool. I got a few of them. Mm -hmm. Got a bunch of them. Just tie them up and hang them around my neck. Yeah. All yeah, right. It's well, nice. it's definitely noticeable. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, works. it works for you. It definitely does what it's supposed to be. Okay. Hana Mauda, aka Huna Mauda, forgive me, aka Huna Flash. Now that those were your those were your names. Are those ceremonious names that were provided for you? Okay. So um, now. Uh, they nicknamed me Flash, right? The full, the full essence of the light sound, it's the sound of the nameless one. The Huna is the sound of the nameless one, the one that is unlimited. So it's, it's, it's under, understand that it's the sound of light. So Mauta uh, Kumara Taki is the full essence of uh, expression of my light as a sovereign light being and an expression of it in a way that is, has sovereign characteristics about it. Taki literally means flash, literally means light, uh, uh, what type of light, uh, source light, like the arc, the arcing light, you see uh, lightning. But if you take, uh, you know, if you take two, uh, a battery and you arc it together, you'll get, you'll get the spark. And that's, it's that light color that is specific to the Taki. And that is, uh, and um, so Taki, and so they just started nicknaming me Huna Flash, you know. Um, All right. Okay. But this is a the, the the journey towards this understanding from a young age to now. Um, my my birth name um, I don't know you have it there, but my birth name is Dane Hohepa Nahuka. Now, when you say Dane, we don't say Dane typically in our culture. We will say Ta Dane, even Tane. When it's a Dane, but they'll say Tane. So all through my life, my life they would call me Dane. Sometimes they sort of call me some other crazy names, but Dane was one of them. And what Dane, and, and relative to Tane, which in our culture, the creation story is Tane is the creator of the human of the human race, of humanity. In our creation story of the Hawaiians and the Polynesians, Tane is the creator of the of humanity. Now, so Dane and Dane became that journey together mm -hmm. when I was growing up. Nahuka, which means uh, which means uh, something sweet, or to give more sweetness and add more sweetness to 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 whatever it is, whatever you think, just add more sweetness, uh, or even like more sugar, if you like. 
Well, Nahuka brings us to another expression, another uh, connection to Mauta. Nahuka, Mauta. Just the transference, they're very close. Nahuka and Mauta. Mm -hmm. And so Mauta, so when you say Tane and you say Mauta, Tane Mauta is the full expression of the one who is the creator of the human race, of humanity. Uh, Tane Mauta. Tani Mahuta, which is also the god of the forest, of in the forest, all things of the forest, and over and above the forest. This is Tani Mahuta, in terms of our creation story. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's a deity. This is deities. This is in uh, that expression. And so, there's the flow that came from that as I began to be initiated. And, and began to do more of the work, the light work, purification of land, water, sky, as a as a, a huna, kahuna, shaman, and began to understand the marriage between the, the marriage that was merging, this merging, the convergence of Dane Nahuka into Tane Mahuta into Mauta. Now Mauta itself is going beyond the flag. Right, because Mauritim is my flag, my nationality. But going beyond Mauritim would mean that you 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 drop some letters in the sound, and then when you're going beyond Maori, you're going to Lemuria. If you are going beyond Hawaii, you're going to Lemuria. Mm. You're going beyond Samoa, Tonga, Tahiti, and Fiji, you are going to Lemuria. Mm -hmm. right? You want to say Mu if you're if you are connected to Mu, and most are whales and dolphins, then you are drop letters that that uh, uh, that come from a certain flag. So the Maori flag, the New Zealand flag, I can drop, I can, you know, uh, recognize my flag and everything that it's, it's, it is of in my lineage and return to Lemuria within these sounds. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that, okay, and this is a little bit complex for, for, for you, maybe, and maybe not. Yeah, we can take it. Probably. We'll break. We'll break <laughs> it down. This is spiritually raw. We can take it. We'll, we'll break it break down. <laughs> so, so, so the breakdown comes into um, uh, the confirmation of the work I have done over the three or four decades now to confirm the essence of my light, and it is confirmed outside of me. You are always confirmed outside of yourself. You can make proclamations, but they have to be conf confirmed if they are to be spoken of by your tribe or your community or the ones following you right mm -hmm. so uh, these con confirmations came uh, over the over the over the many years and uh, then Mauta Kumara Taki became in, in in my later years really stable and and confirmed um, have you always have you since you since you got uh, the the voices through the mountains and then when your elders and your parents were able to really interpret what you have have you always now done what you're doing now since that age of seven I mean has this literally been since your that life's your life's work all the way through and I, I'd I like to tag, can I tag on that and after you had that experience when did your parents or the elders start putting you through different variations and initiations oh that happens at the age three <laughs> oh, that that uh, before any speaking comes along, we're already doing the things, and that's also part of what what why we um are connect we can connect the land water sky, but where we connect to the atmosphere, and we connect to the mountains, and we connect to the mm -hmm. lineage of the giants and Lemuria. It's because we are we are uh, uh, you know tutored these ways with our culture since age three. So age three and four. Uh, we are doing the haka, which is the dance of fire. You may be familiar with the haka. Um, and so through the haka, there is so much story and connection and, and energy, vibration and frequency at a very young age. That's great. Uh, that's this is our identity. And so uh, we are steeped in it from a very young age. And by the time you're seven, eight, and nine, you're standing in front of an audience of a, a whatever, 100 people or whatever, your classroom, and you can you can um, give them a mastery of your oratory and your lineage back at least 500 years, even at that young age. That's incredible. That is incredible. That's a typical, that's a typical morning. And we're that's a typical morning. <laughs> Maori in New Zealand, yes. And yeah. We share this, we're very fortunate, yes. yes. You're, you're, you're not, are you, did you, are you in the United States now or are you still in 
New Zealand. No, I live I live in the Yucatan Peninsula in the Riviera Maya. In I got you. Okay, I got you. Okay, and then as far as getting back to uh, earlier, uh, what I wanted to know from you earlier. So, has this been your profession, your journey, if you yeah. would, since that um, age? I've had day jobs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they start right. Then they just don't compare. <laughs> I've, I've worked in the sharing sheds. I've worked in the slaughterhouse. I've worked in all kinds of jobs. You know, you had a day job. I had a day job. I'm uh, learning, and um, and so yeah. But I've also been tutored in the in the in the masteries um, on, in the tools of Lemuria and from through the Maori culture. So I've also been a teacher, and and I have had workshops of of tutored people in many different dimensions, uh, including in sports. And I, I owned a rugby club. I owned a rugby team. I coached rugby. I played it all my life. Uh, uh, we, we, we work with this incredible athlete, athleticism. Um, we don't look at it like rugby. We don't even think of it as rugby. We, we, we are, uh, you know, as athletes from Lemuria, rugby is a platform that we utilize to have a lot of fun and make fun of people pretty much and, um, and rule the game. <laughs> Right, but that—that's really a teaching of multiple dimensions. If you—if you—if you ever train with, with our teams and and our coaches, you'll you'll find the depth and the technology there and uh, and the multiple dimensions of of the sport. So I I have, you know, uh, that's part of the the education. And also I have been uh, you know doing um, uh, a lot of uh, healing work, if you'd like to say, expansionist work, quantum level work. Um, vibration, energy, frequency, and magnetic work for a very long time, since probably 16. I really got, I really started doing the hands-on physical uh, locations and doing the work hands-on when I was probably 16, 17. Yeah. So it, it is your, is your family lineage from Lemuria or you particular yourself? No, we, we, we are, my, my family lineage, my people, the Maori people, she, all of us actually, even you yeah. guys, mm -hmm. right? So uh, if you if you um, don't remember, but Lemuria began 650 million years ago, right? It's when New Zealand and Hawaii were together. Mm. When we talk about mm. Lemuria, we go back to that moment. Mm -hmm. And then there, there were four civilizations of Lemuria expanding from out, outward. So there were four Lemurias. Then, uh, and, and a long time later, along came uh, Atlantis, which was a long time later. Right, so we had already penetrated the planet and been with the planet since she was known as Tara, right? Which was, she was spoken of as Tara, which was 600 million years ago. What, what actually, from your perspective, what actually happened with Lemuria? Well, there, were, there was um, the, the first two civilizations that I, I am very uh, aware of and, and remembering um, there were natural cataclysms that happened, uh, not through war. Mm -hmm. There was a war that came during Third Lemuria and, and Fourth Lemuria. Right? But the first two Lemurias, there were natural cataclysms and changes where Lemuria was evolving. It moved from the Pacific, then it moved across America to Europe. And Europe, Europe and, and America and Europe became part of the Second Lemurian civilization. All of Europe is second Lemuria to us. Then third Lemuria, and it went around the globe, and third Lemuria moved over to Asia and Indonesia. This is the this is the Vimana, the Ramana, and all of that. Actually, before all of India came along, right? But mm -hmm. uh, to the mountain, when the mountains were there. So there was a great shift there. And then uh, at those times in third Lemuria, things started uh, turning to distorted light. So a couple of civilizations later, and then distorted light came along. Okay, so um, the original Lemurians, let's say, were they extraterrestrial living on the Earth plane, or were they humans with extreme abilities living on the Earth plane? Yeah, the, the, the things mixed up. There were many star nations are Lemurians. Lemuria is a civilization, right? And not we were all Lemurian because all star nations became part of the civilizations of Lemuria, and not just on this planet. We came from other all other planets too. It's known as a civilization. There's a mistake being made by many who who are saying they're Lemurian. 
Okay, right. yeah. You're, uh, like if you go move from from uh, from Idaho and go move to Hawaii, you become Hawaiian. <laughs> right, I got you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, so that's more of a geographical. Yeah, it, it, Lemuria is is a time and space of a civilization and a mindset of consciousness that was at, at the time of Lemuria, what we say is before confusion. Ah. And, and the many star nations were at that point, we were coalescing, converging into the one consciousness and Lemuria was is well known and such, such a beautiful memory. And then along came a distorted light from third Lemuria and fourth Lemuria where I actually live now. I actually live where it was once known as Fort Lemuria. And so <laughs> these places had, had wars and, and the nations and the star nations were starting to do some, um, there was betrayal, let me say. There was betrayal in the star nation. The, um, the, how you just used the reference of, you know, people make the mistake of say Lemurian, if you would, like, like that. Or what other misconceptions are commonly oh. used with Lemuria right now that you can help with? Because there's a lot, on. there's a lot of conversations regarding, and there always has, has been for a long time, but what are the, what are some pretty, pretty, from your perspective, obvious misconceptions when people refer to Lemuria that are being thrown out there? Yeah, there, there were many civilizations within the, the periods of the Lemuria, any, any one of them, four of them. And there were many civilizations that some have memories of and some were kings and queens. There were many kings and queens of, of several um, territories within the Lemurian um, uh, consciousness and expanse, let me say civilization. So many, many star nations were creating different civilizations within the Lemurian concept within the Lemurian con con consciousness and all from different star nations. So you have um, some that are remembering certain pieces and, it, and it's, 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 uh, it's, I don't mean to you know, sound like uh, they don't know what they're talking about, but they do, they just remember what they remember. Right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and part of my job is to just try to help bridge the gap um, between those moments you know, and get a little bit of clarity. So. Lemur and we can say we're Lemurian, as even if we say we moved to Hawaii to become Hawaiian, uh, and that's okay. But when you go to the detail, you go to the micro on this, if you go to the fractal and the fractal on, of course, we come from a lot further away than that. Mm -hmm. But we are all of the one relationship, and let us invite to be always of the right relationship, which is a Lemurian. Uh, a Lemurian way, the Lemurian way uh, in consciousness of being uh, oneness in the oneness, uh, uh, and let us understand this is before confusion. Now there was a lot of confusion that came in. I mean, there's a lot of confusion now. Right? Oh, for sure. Would it be would it be like um, mm -hmm. saying like you're? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna throw it out there. So would it be like just like say your 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 Hinduism or your Buddhism? Would it be a would it be a, a, a um, you know a way of life a if you would or a philosophy with with that? Yeah, they, the civilizations we know of today, the Vedic, the Hindi, the Hindu, the, the, the Buddha, the um, uh, Christianity, the Hebrew, the Israelites, everything, all of those are pieces of Lemuria. Mm. They, the, even Atlantis, Atlantis created by many star nations to create uh, from Lemuria to create the Atlantean civilization mm -hmm. after Lemuria fell. Now, so uh, India being a Sanskrit language, um, when it's when it's spoken, when it's returned and remove the flag. If you remove the flag for a moment, and you allow and you allow your, yourself, or you allow to to go beyond the flag and to go a little deeper, in terms of sound, vibration, energy, frequency, and magnetics, uh, we are all we are all already healers. We are already that. We can already heal ourselves and each other, and expansion. So it's and in the expansion, it is returning back to the blueprint. Mm -hmm. And so when India, when India speaks of uh, their technologies and, the, and their modalities and protocols, these are, these are pieces of Lemuria emerging and being uh, held and shared within their culture. They're not necessarily founded, exactly founded from, from within their culture because um, uh, as, as many did, the mountain Kailash is, is before the flag, right? The mountain is the blueprint. The mountain is before the flag. So if India is, is has got their blanket laid upon the mountain and laid upon the land at the mountain around the mountain, you have to go deeper than that and go back to the mountain in the beginning. Right. You won't find the language of this. You'll you'll find a, a more ancient sound. 
Mm -hmm. are bits of it. They have little bits of it in the Sanskrit, but it's even deeper than that when we speak into Lemuria in the light language. Because it's not really language. You're returning to vibration, energy, and frequency, and the magnetics of it is your challenge to 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 uh, ride the dragon and not allow the dragon to ride you. Was it a telepathic communication that was going yeah, on there? Well, I mean, there's nine senses, right? Communication is in nine senses, so telepathic is just part of it. But also, it, it became more to the speaking in the civilization, communication through the breath, through the, through the voice and the sound, um, you know, more languaging. Uh, remember, we, we split out. There, there, there was a, and another misnomer, or even, let me just say another um, thing that happened during um, the biblical times is where they say that the, the many languages were uh, uh, come out of the one language to speak the many languages, right? Well, this Lemuria is returning back to the one language mm -hmm. and to the truth, to the truth, right? Back to the truth of before confusion. Because mm -hmm. from that moment and moments like it, there was a lot of confusion caused within the tribes, the 12 tribes, 13 tribes, whatever you say, tribes. And the language of the 12 languages splitting out caused a lot of separation. Mm -hmm. Now, our understanding is that was a manipulation and that was a that was an agenda to mm -hmm. cause separation and split everyone so they could be conquered. Right? Taking that philosophy of what you just said and bringing it into where we're at today, from your point of view, is there any truth or does it resonate with you when you hear about the reptilians have done this and they cloaked us and they put, you know, um, all this mind control. And is to that really us from getting into 5D yeah. or different dimensions? What, what is your philosophy on that theory? Well, these things that happen, it's not just, it's that, that's true. That, that stuff happened and it's happening. Mm -hmm. It happened during the fall of the Maria four um, before Atlantis one came along. It, what, it's betrayal that caused the Maria four to collapse uh, and this was the time, uh, earlier time, earlier time of the Orion Wars and the Syrian Wars. So it's much longer, earlier than, than uh, Atlantis. It was in the time of the Maria IV. Uh, and so the Draconians, the Anunnaki, the Archons, and uh, other factions, uh, there's many names, they, um, uh, you know, came in to manipulate, uh, came back to manipulate uh, part of their lineages, the interference the interference of the indigenous peoples, the interference of the many tribes, even in the in the later the later uh, civilizations of Atlantis, and then moving from Atlantis into Egypt, even in those periods, mm -hmm. you know, I say the last thirty thousand years to even longer, last quarter quarter million actually, um, and and a lot of the interference was brought by them into the lineage of the families today. So you have a lot of European families that have the Archon Draconian uh, a coding that was in their in their DNA, in their, their, their backbone, the vertebrae. Now, is, are, are they all taking what you just said? Um, because it is in the lineage. And you hear everybody, you hear a lot of people saying, oh, the dark is gone. The light is winning, 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 winning. But is there truth to that? Or will there always be that draconian bloodline throughout our existence? Existence. You know, we, we, we are of the vertebrae in this form. So like the vertebrae uh, of the reptilian, it is, it is of the, that, uh, uh, um, let me say that uh, coding. Mm -hmm. But from, from that vertebrae comes an aspect of many beings, like many, many dragons come from one vertebrae, like, like uh, many species come off of that vertebrae. There are vertebrae and an invertebrate, right? Mm -hmm. It's still the same thing. There's still many aspects of the vertebrae, even if you say it's invertebrate, you're, you're already acknowledging that there's a <laughs> that there's right, something right, right. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's, an, there's an energy there. So we have aspects of it now. Draconians have. Uh, if we are speaking about free will, let us let us move into a higher higher frequency of free will, which is free will with accountability and responsibility to one another. Now that's where we are today. We we are in that area that is a challenge, and it has always been a challenge. But we are, at my understanding, seventy-five to eighty percent there. There is twenty percent. That's that is, great news. There is twenty percent that is a struggle. Now we know who who the families are. You guys know who the families are who've been interfered with, 
right? And they can't help it because it's it's really strong within the lineage to manipulate the poor and do this and that to civilization, which was a betrayal, a betrayal that 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 they got so used to betraying and they got so used to it, uh, treating the humanity this way. And so, but that that is being you know that is being defeated uh, every step of the way, every nanosecond of the day. We are bringing much more light and and and, and um, light before confusion. Let me say undistorted light into the atmosphere. Yeah. Can, can I into tag the, on that? Yeah. Um, I just want to tag on that because I never really thought about this till right now. Okay, taking the archons, the reptilians, whatever you want to call that sector or that species, were they always that way or were they manipulated by another type of species that did the same thing to them that they have done to us so there's many tribes within the draconians right and so they are there are many that are of that they have no understanding of love no understanding of responsibility and accountability to anyone else other than themselves a very selfish being and then there are other draconians that are are of a benevolent. Okay, mm-hmm. do you have that? And they're confused. It's confusing when you're when you're in the field with any, you know, with, especially with many of them uh, convening, because even the even the benevolent draconians will 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 uh, will eat the benevolent ones or will will manipulate them, and they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much as they used to, because this is part of what is changing now, and that's why. This energy of liberation and this energy of the light is coming in. That's why it's happening because because the good draconians are also winning. They're also working with us. The good draconians. Okay, that's good. Now, I want to ask you the Lemuria. When you think about it, or again, another thing I wanted to get your view on this one is the technology. Apparently, from what we understand, was highly advanced. From what we're experienced today, is that true? Was it highly yeah. advanced? And if it was that advanced, what did we do to get it removed? Um, we, you know, we Lemuria did not require metallic starship or even place cities on the land. Those things started happening later. But in Lemurian consciousness, we our our crystal kingdom cities are in another dimension inside the planet and up in higher dimensions, connecting through the inside of the planet. So nature, um, nature, the Lemurian, I call it Lemurian OS5, the Lemurian operating system is an assistance to the super, the super nature of nature. Now, um, the technology here, his technology here. Mm-hmm. You can see that's got a lot of energy. Yeah, and then I have a, an incredible one sitting right over here that's like a, a drive system for a starship. But wow. It's it's net and and we just did a ceremony last night to support today's energy with it with the drive drive system and um, and so electromagnetics and and um, uh, of course vibration energy frequencies these are things of nature you you cannot have any AI or robots without nature the robot will not the, the artificial intelligence cannot cannot exist without nature and Lemuria supports the nature. Um, and, and holding and containing this uh, consciousness in a consciousness way um, on all civilization. Now, free will, uh, uh, free will abound. We still invite, uh, you know, accountability and responsibility to one another. Even if you want to build, you know, take the wood in the forest and build a house. Uh, these lessons, there are lessons, there are experiences, and, and, and that is still. Um, something that 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 is uh, you know we we look up to we, we support, but we still ask for accountability and responsibility nevertheless. But Lemuria um, doesn't require uh, ships to teleport to to try to travel. We could just Lemuria go is, from the conscious just, level. We, we go. We we, we you, have a crystal ship. When we in in today's uh, twenty twenty two right. So here we are in twenty twenty two the the year. So in today's world. Can we live simultaneously in different dimensions, or do we have to physically die in this dimension to move to another dimension, so on and so forth? Can we live like that, or what? What have you, what have you been taught that are possibilities yes. are in yourself experienced? Yes, some have the capability of being multidimensional in multiple realities at the same time. This is a, a level where a person has an, ex, an expanded 
has expa has expanded and either cloned themselves, right, or um, have the capacity to to have infinite amounts of energy and realizes this, and is able to be in multiple dimensions. Now, there, there's a there's a gauging we 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 have a gauge or a measurement for that, and it's based upon. Um, um, well, it, the confirmation must come from outside of you for, for those of you who are working any energy work and healing work with others. Any proclamations you are making must be confirmed. And so, so there are many, there are many on the planet that, that are of that ability, not everybody. Um, Do you have the ability to teleport? Um, I, I have done that. And there's a video with me, with me teleporting on the screen. It was recorded live to Facebook and I tele teleported right out of the ceremony for just a moment. It's on my YouTube channel. Um, I, I physically remained in the ceremony itself, but my fractal was not allowing me, allowing the audience to see what I was doing for just that moment. And it took me right out of it. But you're going to see, um, you, when you look at that video uh, and study it, you will see that it was not sliced and diced. It was only recorded live to Facebook because I, I put my iPad up. Now, in ceremony, I, I engage a, a high level of energy and vibration frequency to, to complete the intention for the, any particular ceremony. And there was a moment there that, and I, I did teleport. I actually, for myself and my own conscious being phys physically as I'm doing the ceremony, I'm, I'm leaving there anyway. I'm, I'm moving right. up into higher levels. Mm -hmm. So and I and I always do ceremonies counterclockwise, which is which is a reverse technology, which is which is the undoing of things. Right. So when the undoing of things happen, they don't they don't necessarily can be picked up by um, by the, the the you know the cameras or even mm -hmm. some people that are standing right next. To you. Mm -hmm. okay. When you're doing ceremonies. Um, is, is this a daily ritual for you when, when you're connecting to your source or, you know, whatever your belief system is, is that a daily thing for you? Do you go through, like some people pray, they meditate when you go into your, what you're doing. I mean, do you really ceremoniously daily get in that state or is that for special events? How do you, how do you operate and stay connected with your source? I'm, I'm, I'm source all day long, every day, all day, 24 seven. I'm not, I'm not, it's not a modality for me, it's me. And, and so there, there's a wonderful expression one of the elders said is that we are the ceremony. Mm, we are the ceremony. I love that. Um, today is February 2nd, 2022. What, if anything, does that February, mean? February 22. Oops, February 22, <laughs> 22. Thank you for the correction. Um, what, if anything, does today represent for you or our world in general? Uh, in terms of the, in terms of Pluto, uh, returning back to one, uh, Pluto is an ice giant, which means it's in the, within the realms of the law of water and the law of the crystal, which is the law of medicine. So when Pluto, when we speak, with, and I don't speak this language of Atlantis, I speak Lemurian, so I'm going to speak the energy before confusion, okay? So when we speak about Pluto and this 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 uh, this being moving into its alignment, we are we are speaking to it as Kata'al. Kata'al, which means of the first form and the first stone um, that is uh, delivered to the world. So the delivery of the first form and the first stone uh, within this being. And and when you talk about first birth and first form, this is at a moment of first Lemuria. So that languaging comes from that moment. And, and, and it's shared because the, the understanding of the first birth uh, um, is the time before confusion, number one. Number two, the ta is the first stone or first crystal. Crystal comes from water. So water, water. this is the law of water. Of, of all things, geomet geometric is the law of water. It comes mm -hmm. from the law of water. And in, within the law of water, light is inside the water. And this is spoken of. Uh, as also as uh, the, the medicine, the law of medicine. And so all worlds, all worlds coming together and, and Kata'au returning all worlds back to one is the significant part of today. Now, you said February 22nd and you, you placed February at, at 222, 222, right? Correct. Uh, for me, in the Lemurian calendar, now that's the Gregorian calendar, right? That's the Draconian calendar. 
Right. That's the Anunnaki Draconian Archon calendar. Right. Right. Are you with True. that calendar? Or would you like to stay in that calendar? Uh, I don't like that calendar. Uh, I want to go to your calendar. Now I now I share the Lemurian calendar, and some people used to, when I first started having interviews some years ago, um, they would say to me, "Well, isn't that just semantics?" You know, I said, "Yeah, but how do you how you feeling? How you doing? You okay? How you doing? You know what's going on in the world today, and what it's what's aligned to how it's aligned to that calendar, the draconian mm -hmm. calendar, right? The manipulation." And it is a catalyst. It's a catalyzing calendar for sure. It's supposed to wake you up because it's supposed to. It's supposed to. It's it's supposed to hurt. How else are you gonna wake up, right? And that thing will hurt you. <laughs> that thing has been hurting, right? Mm -hmm. So what is what is the other side to this? On the same day, of which this this today for me uh, for for the Lemurian calendar is a nine twenty two two thousand twenty two. Nine, nine, 9 22 2022 would that nine yes. would that nine signify the month of september and would it also signify the same astrological sign it's the same month february but it is a nine in the rotation and not a not a two oh, okay it's a nine in the rotation so how does that shift everything in terms of well astrological well, signs would be different too yeah right? because the stargates aligned in the birth sign that's aligned to february is not aquarius so with that being said, um, everybody is thinking today is like this great auspicious day, but is it an auspicious day for the Gregorian dark ones? If you are, if you are still speaking Pluto and you are still speaking a two a two twenty two, you are speaking a draconian calendar, and you you mm -hmm. live by it. You live by it. So, so I want to just make sure I understood what you said there. So the, what we're experiencing right now, that Gregorian draconian calendar right now. So that's, that's the, the guidelines of that. So when we say it's February 22nd, 2022, that's a, that's a draconian Gregorian thing right there. You're saying that how you're experiencing it is you're experiencing it seven, I guess I'm just trying to chronologically Categorize it, but you're seven months out. So you're now or from February. You're in September. I'm, am I am I under? No. no. Yeah, no, help you're me out. still in February. So. You're still we in February. <laughs> you're just yeah. Okay. So it's not seven months out. It's the rotation starts in June. Doesn't start in January. Okay. Right? So, so June is our rotation. Okay. So the, the, the draconian calendar starts in January which means you start at the high point and you go down the shadow side. So you're dropping down the shadow side of the season. In Lemuria, it starts in the, in the light, we call first light in June of the winter month, and it goes up the light side and goes up to the North Star. Okay, so can now, how do I say this? Yeah. Well, because Pleiades starts in the horizon, when Pleiades comes onto the horizon at the beginning of its cycle it starts in june and rises up to the north star when it hits the north star in december it starts coming down january coming down on the shadow side you only see seven planets but there are nine planets in pleiades but you won't see it if you are in the january side especially in your consciousness you may have the wisdom and the knowledge that they're going to share with you like now you're making this link right now you're like i can see you do like, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And and, and, and and you want to say seven months out. Actually, it's seven months before January. Seven before. Okay. Right? So it starts in June. So mm -hmm. the Draconian starts coming down January side, and Lemuria goes up the light side. So they, they actually move together. But uh, when your consciousness and when you when you in source light, uh, it doesn't really even doesn't really matter the rotation, even as Lemuria or or, or, or Gregoria for that matter, but uh, physically, physically in our our living daily lives and our scheduling, I schedule everything starting in June and from June to May, right? And many of us do. Many of us who are following what I share, we do. And so what that does is it brings us out of that the draconian zodiac codes of draconia. So the, the zodiac codes are of draconian uh, calendar. You want to call it uh, the Jesuit, you can call it the mm -hmm. Julian, you can call it the Roman. It's draconian. Mm -hmm. right? uh, Archon, uh, even 
you know, however they came up with it for uh, through the Jesuits and through and uh, in poor Ignatius, by the way, he got ripped off on that one. And so uh, taking over the Jesuit society. Now, you know what happened there. All that book through the biblical times, right? And even now today with the Rothschilds and the families that are at, of, the, of the Seven Hills and the families of, of you know, these, uh, these, these families, that's, that's what they put into the society for everyone to live by. You don't have to, you don't have to. You don't have to live by that. And it's a perpetual, perpetual cycle. So, sure. so you have February, you have the Aquarius. And, and I have to share again, like the, the languaging of the zodiacs are from distorted light in a time of confusion, which it really, really is. Mm -hmm. It is. Mm -hmm. Like you, you're reminded of your wound every day. And, and those, those zodiacs remind you of your wound every day. You don't have to be reminded of wounds. You've got the lesson and experience already. You, you, you know the wounding. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they want you to, they want to ride the dragon. They want to, to say you, the dragon is going to ride you and keep riding you. Mm -hmm. they, they don't they want, want to burn it in you. So, so for right. example, they, they, they uh, uh, someone, someone close to you passes on a certain day. You're reminded of that wound every day kind of thing like that, or. No, like just with the zodiacs themselves and the birthing channels and the codes that come through your thing. birthday you have every day, every year, you have your birthday every year. Not I got you, I got you. Okay. Passed away. But you have a birthday every year and you're going to put it on, oh, I'm Aquarius. Well, I'm not Aquarius. I'm, I'm a hummingbird. My birth sign in, in February is a hummingbird. Your mm. birth sign is a, so, so yeah. yours was a. I have, I have a tattoo. That's a why I have the tattoo. All right, listen. I, I'm 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 looking for a new tattoo. So can I ask you? Can I ask you this? So I'm I'm May twenty first. What would be my What would be mine if I may ask that's you? That's the albatross. Albatross. Yeah. All righty. Um, now it's in the language. In the language of Lemuria, it's not said albatross. It's it's your toroa, toroa, which means the bird of peace. It's oh, that sounds nice. Toroa. In my language, the hummingbird. In the Lemurian language, the hummingbird is tirani. Which means the tiny voice from heaven. Ah, beautiful. Tiny now, voice. Aquarius, get in the Aquarius, because, you know, I have to say, and I might, I might still be confusing everybody. I'm kind of jumping around a little bit. And I apologize. No, no, no that's no, me. No, Don't no, worry about it. Just, I'm, I'm doing a good enough job confusing everybody right now. <laughs> I should stop a little bit if you need to. But uh, yeah, you know, um, Aquarius is of the draconian calendar. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what what that is, is they, they say the age of, of Aquarius, but it's actually the age of Lemuria five, right? There is a, a wonderful story and, and a cosmology of when the Kumaras uh, were were um, on uh, in uh, the Kumaras were on the ground uh, thirty five to forty million years ago during the fall of Lemuria four, and at the time Lemuria four, we declared that. Lemuria 5 will return, that we guarantee Lemuria 5 will return. After all of the distortion had gone through, Lemuria 5 will return. And where, where are we in terms of getting to Lemuria 5? Are we remotely? We are in it. We are in it. As of March 8, 2021, Stargate 17 proclaimed and anchored the age of Lemuria 5. And the name of the planet now is no longer Haia, it is Matea. Okay, so it's got, we've gone from Haia to Matea, right? It's not Gaia, it's Haia, because you, you pronounce the G in the old language as an H. I, I got you, I got you. Okay. So, so there's another mistake. People keep pronouncing it the, the, this, this way, Gaia, but they don't understand the difference in the language. There's a huge difference in the meaning of the language. Because it is not language, it's energy, vibration, and frequency. Mm -hmm. so when you say Gaia, you're not talking about the true essence of the light of the being. When you say Haia, now you're talking about the one who is, is who's in search of the sacred breath. Well, uh, energetic, energetically, energetically, energetically it, has it has a totally different resonance. Huh. You can feel it. I'm it's not kidding. 100%, I'm not, yes. I'm not, yeah, I'm not kidding. I'm not playing either. Mm -hmm. right? So. So, so, so when you move to Ha'ia, Ha'ia means she or he or they who search are in search of the sacred breath or that moment for the breath to return. We are in that moment now. And so, so, so as, as Gaia has ascended or Ha'ia has ascended, ascended to Matea, 
Mateya simply means the planet of new life. We are in that moment. Wonderful. That's pretty cool. That's so, very exciting. The um wow, there's so much to talk about with you, man. Uh there's the key. Okay, so the 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 keeper of the great seal of Kumara. What is that? What what are you the keeper of? Um, and what is that? What is that that you're the keeper of? I should say. It, 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 it's, it's a little bit egotistical of me, some might think. And it's also a little bit, uh, you know, it's a huge proclamation, right? So the seal, uh, and I know people like the seal, that's a Catholic seal or a religion or church. Well, they stole that. Again, they are, they remember that the Vatican and all of that are of the draconian. They stole so much of our symbols and so much of our, our, our wording and, and our rituals and, and inverted everything. Now, King Solomon was the last one known to have the seal. And, and he, this being Solomon, split that seal into seven seals and they became relics. Seven very powerful relics got, got uh, created from that split. And those relics were gifted to different beings and different people in that biblical age. Well, that seal belonged, and we understand it, no, to belong to Sanat Kumara. If you, if you have an understanding of the Kumaras in, the, in Sanat Kumara, the being itself, then may I invite you to take a little, uh, you know, do some research on it. Some of it is not quite correct, but you can get a little bit of it. <coughs> Excuse me. And so the seal, uh, when Solomon passed, Sanat, the, the story was Sanat came back at, at the deathbed of Solomon and, and, and returned the seal and took it back. And then all the seven seals that were out there causing havoc because they were utilizing, again, this is the biblical age, right? What we call the barbaric age, actually. Um, then, uh, and then along, and along, uh, many, many millions of and ages gone by, many, uh, many ages since I come along. And then I followed a path which is known as the Kumara. And, it, and, and part of my, my upbringing and part of what I realized for myself as I became more sovereign and, and um, you know, understanding of my essence as, a, as a, from the young age of seven and to, to my adult age, I begin getting the more messages and more stories and more understanding, understanding and clarity. And I began to follow the path known as the Kumara. Now the Kumara uh, or Kumara is a sweet potato. Right? I followed the path of the sweet potato. Now it's a particular potato. It's got a purple skin and a yellow uh, meaty body. For me, it became known, uh, it became known to me as a, as a balance of mother, father father being the skin, mother being the, the compassion, the gold compassion with inside the skin, mother, father. So following the path of the Kumara and down through the ages of this, this sweet potato, um, this nutritious um, food that went down through the ages uh, all over the world through many civilizations, followed the path of the Kumara. Now, it wasn't so much just about that sweet potato, it was about following the actual path of the Kumaras who came and entered into Lemuria. That was, that was another part of it that really started kicking in in the, in, the, in the later years. And after I was initiated and blessed by my, my elder, uh, who I, I share his name there, um, it became known to me um, the work, to, to the expanded work from, from his work, then I carry on his, the elder's work, that the great seal became <clears throat> known as a ceremony and as a blessing ceremony. It is an activation and an initiation into uh, undistorted light at a time before confusion. Mm. So the accumulation of knowledge and wisdom <laughs> that I had been learning <clears throat> and receiving and remembering through the confirmations of doing the work on locations all over the world, I might add, um, that um, the seal became very powerful uh, uh, initiation um, <clears throat> connected to myself that's connected to a certain DNA code. I gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> right. It's a key code in the DNA. I'm a 24th dimensional being. I am a 24 strand DNA of the 24 strand DNA um, uh, uh, physicality. Mm -hmm. and I move, I, I think, I, I eat, I sleep. This is source coding. Mm -hmm. And, and 
and that the access to the 24th dimension is through the 24th strand of DNA, mm -hmm. through that coding, even, even now, right, to remind people. Now, so the seal, the seal itself is initiation and an activation of that consciousness and of that journey to activate that. And there's so much more with it, but I, I am now, you know, it's, it's, and I've been shown the vision of this and my elders were shown the vision of this when I was 22. But just as I was turning 22, there was a vision, we call it the disco ball. Uh, do you mind? I'll keep sharing this if that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, you're good. It's a, it's a bit personal, but it, it does it does give an Love example. The disco ball, I was shown, I was taken to outer space. I was held in, in the expanse of space by mother, and I knew the energy was mother. She had me look at the planet, and the planet had mirror, mirrors all over the planet, like a disco ball. Mm. Um, fast forward or backward, or let's move to when uh, 30 years or so later, and I have my first video conference call on Zoom. And I'd already been doing the seal ceremony for many and initiating them. And so I get on this Zoom thing, and it's just brand new to me, and all of these faces are on there, all these people. And then, then I was going doing my first seal on seal ceremony on Zoom, and I realized what I was looking at was the the, the disco ball. Disco ball. The disco ball had so many faces. Oh, I got yeah, you. Wow, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so many faces were on the disco ball, like all kinds. And I was starting to see them on the Zoom when I was doing the seal. Started doing the seals, and I whoa! I thought, now I know what I'm seeing. I was actually seeing the 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 technology right. 30, 40 years ago of flat screens, yeah. and with mirrors, they were flat screens. And then I realized, just like here, this is what I was seeing, but multiple right, thousands. And so I knew I knew then that I was going to seal the world and that the, the, my mission is to seal the planet, but it seal as many individuals as possible. That's Fabulous. fantastic. That is awesome. Thank you for we're sharing getting, that. Uh, we're getting down to the, the closing here of the show. I just want to get yeah. a, one thing in with you. Um, so. As far as your journey, your ceremonious, um, does plant medicine, uh, is that part of anything you do to be able to get connected or to be able to get these imp any inspiration or vision? Yeah, that, that, you was, that used to be in, in early days of, uh, of uh, me doing the work, but actually in earlier lifetimes, I already mastered the plant medicine. So for me, I accent, access the plant medicine through the light. Mm -hmm. You have no need to, to, to mm -hmm. take it through the plant itself. Mm -hmm. Because it's already in the light, and I'll share this with you. If you have, if you ever had ayahuasca or taken the ceremony, then you know, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Now that you know, that's energy, vibration, frequency, magnetics. All you have to do is bring that memory forward, forward, and put energy to it. Right. And you have, and you will have the medicine. You can right access it. You can access it in the light. Mm -hmm. You must engage it with your source energy. That's what I'm saying to you. I don't, I don't meditate. When I meditate, I look wide-eyed into the sun and I meditate with my eyes wide open at the sun. Sun gaze. I like that. Yeah, I yeah. gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. wow. That, that makes talking. more sense to me than sitting there still perfect. That's it doesn't work for me. <laughs> oh. I, I I don't mean just sun gaze. I'm talking about wide-eyed without right. blinking, without right. weeping yeah. at the highest point of the day with the highest energy of the sun. Yeah. I, I meditate. Right. That, that takes That's a while. The, we call it the dragon eye. The dragon eye. That's not easy to do. No, I can't imagine. <laughs> no, so, it's a um, that took years. That takes a lot of practice. A lot of practice. Uh, when people go to hoh.earth, which the links will be in the description below, what experience would you like for them to get out of that when they visit you there? Um, the codes and the symbols and the light language are all over my website. The experience is just to connect. You, if you if you touch me, you touch undistorted light. If you talk to me, you are talking to undistorted light. If you connect to me, you're connecting to undistorted light. If you take from me, and you can, you are taking undistorted light. I'm infinite, and just enjoy yourself. Now the website, connecting into it, you connect into the nine senses. Okay, I can share more of those at another stage, right? That's a lot. Um, so, so, and there's so much more to experience out of the website. There are courses and webinars sure. and memberships and yeah. places where, where we're going to be. Now, I have an interview today at 1344 with Mal Kay, Tarot by Janine, David Mahoney, 
and uh, we're getting ready to do an event. And so people will connect to those uh, those as well that I have uh, on my website. I love it. I love it. Can you uh, can you close us out with a blessing? Yes, I'd, I'd love to. Yep. That'd be great. <clears throat> Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you for for this wonderful moment. Um, and I'll just invite you all to the stillness, please. And repeat after me, if you will. Ma. 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 First light. First light. Ha. Ha. First breath. First breath. Ka. Ka. First birth. First birth. Wa. Wa. First love. First love. Ta. Ta. First stone. First stone. He. He. First fire. First fire. In the name of. In the name of. All mothers. All mothers. All fathers. All fathers. All children. All children. All light essence. All light essence. We remember you. We remember you. Tihei. Tihei. Modi. Modi. Ora. Ora. Sa. Sa. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Wow. It's been our honor. You're pretty cool, Huna Flash. <laughs> you guys are cool too. too. I like Thank it. You. Yeah, yeah nice, to meet your, <laughs> nice to meet your spirit. <laughs> nice to meet your spirit. If you think he's really cool, visit him at hoh.earth, and I'm sure you will. Sounds like there's some cool stuff there. We'd love to have you back on, my brother. Thank you very much for sharing your Thank life. You with have a wonderful day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice and thanks everybody you. for hanging out with us as you always do. And uh, again, this is pretty cool, right? So anyway, we'll see you all next time. All right. And together returning the universal key to global harmony and creating a unified world. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, tune in often, tell all your friends, and most importantly, may all your dreams come true. Many blessings. like to share a story while it may sound fictional it's very real and happening right now in front of our very eyes it's called the great awakening our sisters and brothers that come on spiritually raw are doing everything to help expand global consciousness and in many cases putting everything on the line to share their messages about what's happening around the world for the greater good of humanity we are living in the most unbelievable times some may even say biblical scary for many and yet exhilarating for others. Together we are taking part in getting everyone acclimated to the great awakening process and the exciting new discoveries that lie ahead. The sad part is many of our amazing guests are being heavily censored, socially shamed and outright banned on many platforms for exposing the truth and piercing the veil. By becoming a viewer, you bring your powerful energy towards this global movement of other truth seekers. If you're resonating with our show, please let us know by hitting the like button, sharing, subscribing, turn on the notification, and leave some comments. Together, we will turn the universal key to global harmony and create a unified world. And remember, tune in often, tell all your friends, and most importantly, may all your dreams come true. Thanks and God bless patriots worldwide. Hi, everybody. April and Jay here from Spiritually Raw. Welcome to Spiritually Raw Secrets to Broadcasting Riches. Now, uh, you're probably wondering, why did you guys put this course together? Well, this is truly a compilation of all of our experiences, our ups, our downs, our pitfalls, what's worked, what hasn't worked over the past 10 years. And the number one question that we continually get literally to this day is, how are you guys making money broadcasting. So we figured we'd put together a course because there's no better time than right now for everyone to get off the bleachers and start speaking to help raise the vibration of the planet. So we put together a course that is so easy to follow, but not only is it very easy to follow and it's, and it's our experiences, but in the course, you're going to meet six other people, no, actually 10 other people that took it along with us. They are 
are in the journey, you're going to, you're going to hear about their wins, their losses, their successes, their pitfalls, and what's preventing them or has prevented them from making money in the media world. So in addition to that, we also understand the fact that we, and we wanted to bring this element to the secrets to broadcasting, which is to you. So for those of you who are very serious about saying, okay, I need to give this a go. I got a voice out there. It's time for me to let that voice loose and share my truth with people. And you also need to know, okay, well, how do I do this so I can support my family and make a business out of this, right? So we also tie in the spiritual aspect of it. So in the course, you will learn the specific steps that April and I use to that we connect with at a divine level to get that inspiration that really fuels us on a day-to-day -day basis that really gives us the creativity we need, that gives us the direction we need, and really also taps us into our future selves to give us the roadmap so we know that we know with predictability what the outcome of these are going to look like. And you will get that same essence and same feeling as we go through this together. Now, this course is for everyone. If you're a beginner and you have absolutely no idea where to start, or you've been at it, it could be for months or years, and you're not just, you're not feel like you're not gaining any financial traction. The easiest way to get to where you want to be is find people or a mentor or experts in the area that you are looking to become an expert in and model what they're doing and model what they've done in the past. And this is exactly verbatim what we have done in this master course. We've done this for 10 years. We've taken a lot of that out of the way for you. So you don't have to go through that same journey that we have okay you can just go right there pass go collect your 200 bucks and hopefully a lot cut out more all out of fat. it cut out all <laughs> the fat and everything that comes along with it this is a really great time right now we need people out there we need people out there that are expressing their voices because as you know this is what your truth is what will raise the vibration of the planet and if we can collectively raise this vibration together we are going to manifest everything that we're hearing out there and so do your part if this is on if this is on your radar right now to have your own show to continue your own show and really give it a blast off take this course you really want to take this course because it will give you every specific step that you need and if you like our style which you know you, you <laughs> probably are right now because you're watching it and much love and thank you for that then just we're sharing everything with you we're putting it all out there for you so click on the link below you know what though yeah don't take our word for it forget about everything we just said <laughs> all you have to do is go down and watch all the testimonials yeah. of the people that have already taken the course and then make your own decision from there. Yeah. All you have to do is watch the testimonials, click the link, and away you go.